Welcome back to our first open edition of the Fit is Buck podcast. I'm your host, Greg Buck, here with my co-host. Colin Bash, as always. So for the open, guys, we're going to do these kind of blitz version of the podcast. We're going to try to keep them short and sweet. Give you our night of review of the workout itself. Um, I'm going to hit the workout every Thursday night right after it comes out. Uh, Give you guys my take on it, and then we'll kind of riff and figure out what our strategies for the workouts are going to be. So if you haven't seen yet, workout 20.1 is 10 rounds for time, 8 ground to overhead, and 10 bar facing burpees with a 15 minute time cap. Um, so first look at this workout, Colin, what, uh, what's your impression of it? First, I, my first impression was, holy cow, that's a lot of rounds. <laughs> um, the weights are RX 95 for guys, 65 for ladies, so 8 ground to overhead over 10 rounds is... 80 reps along with 10 bar facing burpees over 10 rounds is 100 bar facing burpees. So that's a lot of volume in not a lot of time. Yeah, so the first thing I thought when I saw it was like you said, a lot of reps. Um, It's a pure capacity test, which we're generally pretty used to in the open until we see one or two high skill Metcons. Well, usually just the first workout in general is a high capacity test because they want everybody to be able to do it, which everybody can do this one. That's Mm -hmm. why it's ground overhead. Right. And that's the other big wrinkle that I saw that we want to touch on today for sure is the reps of eight on the barbell is a ground to overhead movement, not specifically a snatch, not specifically a clean and jerk. So that could play into your game plan depending on what level um, of an athlete you are and potentially how heavy that barbell feels to you. Yeah, that was kind of where I was going to be with it. Like some people have struggled with a 95-pound power snatch and, and a clean and jerk could be a good viable option mm-hmm. for, for getting around that. Right? Yeah, so for sure. That's why it's just a uh, ground to overhead. So I really think that the first option or the first thing that we should be thinking about is which option we're most likely going to take right off the bat. Yeah, I agree. So I tested the workout earlier this evening. I did a couple of rounds of clean and jerk as well as a couple of rounds of snatch. Um, I'm going to say, unless you really need to do the clean and jerk, just because you cannot power snatch that bar efficiently, do it that way. But If you can power snatch the bar and cycle those reps, you should be power snatching. You'll save yourself a lot of time. um, Unless for whatever reason, again, that bar is very heavy for you for a snatch or you feel like your capacity won't keep up over the 15 minutes, then go to the clean and jerk. Um, Especially when it comes to stringing reps, I don't think you should realistically be breaking up the bar much, if at all. Um, The top times for this um, will definitely be all unbroken. Yeah. Uh, barbell reps. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, the first thing that I had written down when I've... So my goal was, as soon as I saw the workout, I was going to try and write down all my first thoughts. And I originally thought about possibly breaking up the ground overhead mm-hmm. early because of how, like I talked about earlier with how many reps there were. There's mm-hmm. 80 reps over that span of time. But in more thinking about it, there's only eight in a round. Right. So it's not necessarily a... a grip taxing amount of power snatch or clean and jerk. So I really do think that trying to go as unbroken as possible for as long as you possibly can is probably the better play. Um, I mean, if you think about that, there's 15 minutes to get these 10 rounds done. So that's 
a minute and like change. T- yeah, a minute and change per round if you're gonna break it up. Minute twenty, minute fifteen, something like that. Yeah, about a, yeah, I think it's about like a minute fifteen. I want yeah. maybe maybe less. I, yeah. <laughs> something like that around that time. Math. Um, but it's not like it's not like we can go at a pace of two minutes around and expect to finish this one. So. Right. So going out the gate, knowing your pacing is a good thing. If you know you're gonna time cop. <laughs> Excuse me, which might be a few more of us than uh, we realize. If you know you're going to time cap out of the gate, just maximize your workout. So you know you're going to move for 15 minutes. Set your pace for moving for 15 minutes. Don't come out of the gates super, super hot. With that being said, again, with the barbell movement especially, break it in half if you need to or all eight reps. If you're breaking it into more than halves, like you're just at that point getting the most reps in you can you're definitely not going to finish the workout if you're breaking it in more than four and four yeah i mean Um, just because of capacity yeah i mean if you're if you're going in more than two sets you're probably in that camp basically right right um other things so generally speaking for me when i paced this workout today i went unbroken on my bar um pretty much the whole time and then the burpees is what cut up to me for capacity wise um that's not surprising to me knowing the athlete I am. Um, so what I would say for someone who's more in my camp of less of a capacity based athlete, less of a capacity based athlete and more of a strength biased athlete, rip through your barbell movements as best you can, minimize your rest transition, set a burpee pace so you know you can maintain. If you're going out too hot on the burpees, you're gonna blow up and then you're gonna end up laying on the floor in between your reps and you're just gonna waste time. Exactly. So one of the other absolute first thoughts that I had on this one was that the burpees are probably where we're going to spend the majority of our time. They a burpee rep takes longer than one barbell rep, right? So we talked about this earlier in the week, the concept of smooth is fast, fast is smooth. Pick a pace that you can continue for your ten reps each round, okay? Because Staying smooth with that is eventually going to lead to a better time rather than possibly doing like three burpees and then staring at the ground for two or three minutes. It's better to pace it out and move at whatever pace that you can to keep moving rather than to to do three, stop for 20 seconds, do another two, stop for 30 seconds, so on and so forth, right? Always the benefit is to keep moving. I don't necessarily think that you need to move fast in order to get that done. Slow is smooth, smooth is fast, keep moving. Right, and like we always talk about with the open, your adrenaline is gonna be pumping when you step up to that bar. You can hear the three, two, one, go. You're gonna wanna go like a bat out of hell or like you got shot out of a cannon. Don't do that, okay? Again, the majority of us are gonna be working for 10 or more minutes. That's a moderate um, amount of time. Not a whole lot of time, but it's definitely not a sprint. So if you're sprinting out of the gate, you're gonna have a hard time about six or seven minutes in for yeah, sure. Exactly. Um, not many of us, if any of us, are gonna finish that quickly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it goes back to that thing that we talked about earlier in one of our previous podcasts. Like, we can't move frantically. Right. So the first thing that you come out of the gate, you, even if your plan is to, to rip four and four, you can't come out of the gate and rip eight as fast as you possibly can. Right. Pick a plan, stick to it. Yeah. That's the goal. And I know that there's going to be a whole bunch of us screaming at you in the, in the gym tomorrow because that's kind of the point, right? But try and be smart at least about the first couple rounds and then pick up the pace. You could right. always pick it up if you're going too slow rather than trying to slow down when you came out way too fast. It's much harder to redline right. and then come back from that rather than starting at a 
optimized pace and going to a red line in the later rounds. Right. We always like to say you can always pour it on at the end. If you have that last round or you have a minute left and you know you got a little bit left in the tank, you can always push out those last reps. If you go too fast, you're going to end up just suffering through whatever time is left. Exactly. Don't do that. Don't make that mistake. Um, other than that, it's a pretty straightforward workout. Again, many of us are going to be working for that entire 15 minutes. So just be prepared for that. Yeah. Um, so for you, think of it as a 15-minute AMRAP workout, not a 10-round-for-time workout. Yeah. Okay? Frame the workout in your mind what you should realistically be doing. Yeah. Uh, the last couple of things that I think that I wanted to mention were the barbell movements are the barbell movements. If uh, When you get to the burpees to control your breath. So we can breathe through you know, a power snatch or a clean and jerk or anything like that. Most of us have that pattern of breathing down, but as soon as we go into a burpee, we get all out of breath because we've got to get on the ground and then back up again. So beforehand, I would try and figure out your pattern of breath on burpees that allows you to stay like at that, like at a, I can't, I don't know how to say that, like at a certain like output level the entire time sure. rather than doing a couple burpees and then all of a sudden we hear you over there like <sighs> trying to stay even with your breath rather than blasting out and and we see you taking deep breaths after your third burpee or something like for that. For sure. Right? And with the burpees, um, I know a lot of people are going to ask tomorrow, what's the most efficient way to do the burpee? What's the best way for me to get up from the burpee and jump over the bar? The best way to do it is what you can do efficiently and repeatably for the entire workout. If you go online and you try to YouTube what's the best way to do a bar over burpee tonight or tomorrow morning, you're going to have 10,000 different things in your head and it's just going to screw you up. <laughs> Don't do that, no. okay? You've been doing burpees very regularly for however long. Don't overcomplicate it. It's a burpee. <laughs> Get over the bar and continue the movement, okay? Yeah. Don't overcomplicate that. Are there technically more efficient ways to get over the bar? Yes. Probably. But if you are thinking about it in your workout and it's not already practiced and automatic, it is no longer more efficient. Period. Even if you are, quote unquote, performing the more efficient movement, if it's not ingrained in your movement patterns, you're making it more complicated than it needs to be. You're wasting time. You're wasting energy. Do whatever burpee feels comfortable to you to get over the bar as quickly at pace that you can maintain. Yep. The last thing that I think I wanted to mention were, uh, like I said, there's 10 rounds. There's a lot of moving in between the two movements. So trying to minimize that transition time is going to be key for a lot of us. Uh, when you drop the barbell, go right into your burpees. Yeah. When you finish the, the burpees, make sure that you take maybe a deep breath, maybe two, pick up the barbell. Okay. There, should be, there shouldn't be a lot of time in between your transitions between the two movements. That's right. probably going to be one of the keys to this workout of For sure. minimizing that amount of time between switching movements, right? Yeah. As soon as you drop the barbell, get on the floor. As soon as you get up from your last burpee, try and get one rep of the barbell in because as soon as you pick up that one rep, you're going to be like, oh, this isn't that bad. Right. Or I can do another one and then I can do another one and so on and so forth. The, the barbell gets to a point of possible muscle fatigue, whether that's our shoulders or whether that's grip. The burpee, you're going to be able to do a burpee no matter how fatigued you are. Get on the floor, get back up. Okay? There's not like a, there's not a barrier to entry for that one. We don't have to have the grip strength to do a burpee, right? So just keep on moving with those things. Yeah, and like you said, transition times between movements is where we generally see the most lost time for people. Um, you know, you get up from that last burpee and you stare at the bar, or you go and you try to find the chalk, or you're looking at your judge and going, what round am I on? Yeah. 
just pick up the bar, keep moving. Your judge will do their best to keep you informed. Unless they're telling you to stop, just keep moving. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, I think that's really all we have for this workout. I really like this workout. Um, it's very straightforward. It's a good test of capacity. It's a very good first open workout. Um, very accessible to everybody. Um, we didn't really touch on the scales today. Really, the only scales we have are going to be a lighter barbell. Um, I'm not sure if there's a really a skilled burpee. I would assume you probably are allowed to step over. Yeah. Um, would be the main difference. Um, if you have questions on scaling, please look at the games website, games.crossfit.com. Look up the scales. But again, I think the majority of us, if not all of us, can and should tackle this workout RX. Um, with scoring in the open, if you're worried about your score, as always, one RX rep is better than any amount of scaled reps you do. If you're not sure how that works, feel free to ask us tomorrow uh, before or after your heat. Um, if we're in a frantic panic trying to get everyone going, probably wait till after that. Um, <laughs> till, there's a, till there's a lull in the action. But as always, we're excited for the Open. Um, we're excited for Friday Night Lights. So, but real quick, before, uh, we, before, we, uh, before we close this one out, we should do this just as a, as a little tidbit uh, to get our own thoughts on what we're going to do. So if you had to do the workout again, yeah. Coach, how would you do it? Uh, would you change anything? I would just warm up. <laughs> yeah. So if yeah, if you have if you're coming into this workout, it's a 15 minute workout, or maybe it's a little bit less if you're going faster. Um, make sure you get a pretty decent sweat in before you do it. Um, just get warm, get stretched out, and just be ready to hit it and go hard the whole time. Um, for me, I felt like right around round like five you're in like that no man's land where you're like in the middle of the workout but you've already done a lot of volume it's a mental game as much as it's a physical game at that point you just got to put the hammer down and keep moving as best you can put the hammer down yeah. like that's it. it's yeah it's uh it's just a lot of rounds yeah. so try not to think about the number of rounds you do really just try to in my mind once you get to like seven you're in like the downhill yeah. so really just think about getting to like that seventh round if you're someone who's trying to complete the workout and just keep moving the whole time um again if you're not someone who's looking to complete the workout and you're just trying to do however many reps you can get that's awesome um you know that's going to be a lot of us pick a pace you can maintain for that 15 minute cap yep. that's a long workout um don't go out too hot but yeah how about you? What do you think <laughs> That's exactly what I was waiting for. The the twinkle in his eye to, to ask me <laughs> what I plan on doing. Come on. I'm broken. Of course. Well, what do you yeah, think? I, I got so. to try and hang on as best I possibly can. Jesus. Yeah. It's going to be grippy. I got a feeling. Hopefully Chris can push you on that one. Yeah, we'll see. But <laughs> All right. That's it for today, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to hit our lines tomorrow. Facebook message, text message, whatever. Um, we'll be around during the day setting the gym up. Um, and then we'll see you. Heats are up in Wadify. Uh, first heat starts at 4 o'clock. They're going to be going every half hour. We're going to have a warm-up posted on Wadify, but you are in charge of coming in and getting that done on your own. Okay? There will not be a class setting. It will not be a warm-up by the coach. We're going to be there to facilitate the open workout. Make sure you guys have judges. Make sure stuff's running on time. Um, so make sure, again, you're going to show up a little bit before your heat time so we can get you started during your heat time, get you done with your heat time, so then the next, uh, the next heat can go on time as well. Um, again, thanks for listening, guys. 
Follow us on the Instagram, the Facebook. Jim is at CrossFit Ariok. My personal account is at Buck Bill Coach. And then Colin's account is? At CBESH6. C-B-O-E-S-C-H and the number six. All right, guys. Happy open. Keep it the face, I put my team on the map, 